This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 900 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Julie Slater. Julie grew up in Germany, where she took dressage and jumping lessons like most kids her age. But when she came to the United States, she discovered ranch work and has been working for ranches and helping others improve their riding skills ever since. Today, Julie covers the final piece of a three-part puzzle of tips that takes us through giving to the bit, bending, and flexing. And we'll get right to our tip after this shopping tip from StatelineTac.com. When the weather forecast calls for wind, rain, bone-chilling temperatures, or snow, look no further than StatelineTac.com to make sure your barn time is warm, dry, and stylish. StatelineTac.com has jackets and vests that keep you warm and dry from afternoon hacks in New England to break-of-dawn schooling sessions in Wellington. They also carry a wide selection of toasty warm breeches for schooling ring or show ring. They even have waterproof breeches for those days when Mother Nature is at her worst. And StatelineTac.com knows there's nothing more satisfying than having warm, dry feet at the barn, so they have beautiful winter boots for showing, weather-busting paddock boots for on the horse or off, and lots of rubber boots for mucking about. Surf over to StatelineTac.com today and choose from your favorite brands like Ariat, Debonair, Dublin, Mountain Horse, Carrots, Tough Rider, and many, many more. StatelineTac.com. We've got step one, giving to the bit. Step two, we can now bend left and right. Now what's step three? Step three is a flex. Um, a flex involves four feet of your horse moving and you separating his head and neck from his body. He needs to be able to move his body in, in, a, in the manner that you want him to move it, and then he needs to be able to take his head and move it in a different manner. So let's start with the easiest flex, which is you know just a flex on a circle. So if you're on a circle and you've got your horse in the correct bend, head to tail on the arc of the circle, and his feet are moving, you're going at a trot, and you're going to go ahead and, and take that try to flex him. At that point, you're going to take the head even more than the bend, and you're going to flex him to the inside. So that's a flex. That's the difference between a bend and a flex. Your horse is flexed more than the bend of the circle. Ha. But, I'm, I'm, let me see if I'm getting this right. I'm trying to get a visual. So you're going on your circle to the left. You're flexing your horse to the left. So from the withers to the tail, he's on the circle. But from the withers to the ears, that part of his spine is bent further in. So he's making just a little bit maybe kind of a fishhook shape with his spine. Right. If you were flying in a helicopter. Right. Got it. Right. Okay, I'm on the page. Keep going. 
<laughs> so what you don't want to do is you don't want to confuse dropping the shoulder with a flex. A flex Uh-oh. is something with <laughs> a flex is something that you you ask him to do. You ask him to move straight forward or on a small circle or something, and you ask him to give that hip a little bit more to the inside. Now he has to balance like crazy. It's a really good hind end exercise, actually. He has to balance like crazy to keep his his body going because basically what you're doing is you're is you're kind of yanking the support out from underneath him. Mm-hmm. His head and neck is part of the overall balance of the horse. So now you're taking his head and neck away, and now he has to balance just on four feet without the front end that he's used to having in front of him all the time. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them, a lot of horses that will um, that are not real balanced and are not real strong, they'll start dropping their shoulder to the outside on a on a bend on a circle. They'll start dropping their shoulder to the outside. And the rider, trying to keep him in on the circle, does not recognize this as a dropped shoulder. So he'll say, oh, my horse is trying to flex. And then they'll start flexing their horse. <laughs> you learn to flex. Learn where your horse's head is. Learn how he, has to, how he has to put his hind feet underneath him to carry himself. But in the meantime, don't mistake the dropped shoulder for a flex. Mm-hmm. When, your horse is, when your horse's shoulder is going one way, and you don't want that horse's shoulder to go there, that is not a flex. That's a dropped shoulder. When you are asking your horse to bring its head in a little bit further than the bend of the circle, then that's, that's a flex. You're asking, he's on the circle, he's staying on the circle, he's doing much. That's a flex. That's not a dropped shoulder. So when you're asking a horse to flex, so I'm going back to our three, three ingredients. We've got three steps here. In order right. to get a correct flex, the horse has to be able to give to the bit, obviously. He has to be able to maintain a correct bend or straightness, if you were an English rider, in order to get a correct flex. So again, we've built on step one. It's got that whole training triangle again, if you're from the German background. So if you can't, if you you and your horse can't give to the bit properly, you're not going to be able to bend properly. If you can't bend properly, you're not going to be able to flex properly. Right. Look at that. All right on top of it. It's like a great big um, ice cream sundae of training from you, Julie. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Yep. Well, thank you so much for clearing all that up. I hope that helps uh, Fritz with his questions about bending and flexing and and, uh, giving to the bit for horses. And if not, Fritz, do write us back. We'll, We'll try again. Um, where can folks find out more about you, Julie, and how can they contact you if they have questions for you directly? Well, they can go to slaterhorsetraining.com, or they can go to Facebook. I've got, I'm both there privately, and I'm there um, through a Facebook page, which is Slater Horse Training. And um, most of all, they can give me a call. I, um, I teach lessons over the Internet using Skype and um, um and a a cell phone connection where I can actually see the rider go in real time and then talk to him over the cell phone, which is, you know, on a speaker. And then, um, or we can go onto the the online coaching where we do a kind of a video swapping. You send me a video off of your ride, and I'll tell you what it is that you need to do and what's good, when you're on the right track, when you need to go to the next track. And I kind of guide you, kind of can have a coach that's online. And, um, you know, I guide you into improving your horse that way. 
Cool. That's where Julie can be found. And I've been to your website many times. It's lots of fun. has lots of cool videos on it. Really good, down-to-earth, usable information for everyone. So uh, we're looking forward to having you back again soon sometime, Julie, because we always have lots of questions that you can answer for us. So we'll see you around. And that's a wrap. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they really do make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of StatelineTAC.com. And you can have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. Download it today. It's quick, easy, and fun. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.